Hey, hey, it's Jessica, and welcome to another episode of the Beginner's Guide to Marketing. I'm so glad that you're tuning back in. So for today's episode, what I want to talk about is link building. Uh, and really, we're going to talk about the different types of links. Because when we think about links, what do we think about? We might think about like backlinks or internal links. So there's really more to it than just that. I do have my dog in the background. So any shaking, snoring, or grumbling, please excuse. All right, so let's start from the ground up, okay? So let's talk about backlinks. A backlink is a link that goes from somebody else's website to your own website. And these backlinks help prove that your website is both trustworthy and authoritative in the eyes of Google and the other search engines. Now, for those backlinks from somebody else's website to your website, there are two different ways they can apply this, right? There is a do follow backlink and there is a no follow backlink. The do follow backlink tells Google that it's all right to follow that link to your website. So it essentially says that your link on their website is trustworthy and it does hold a higher level of SEO value. And so we want do follow links, but that doesn't mean that we don't want no follow links, right? So a no follow link signifies to Google not to place any SEO value on this link and not to follow that link, right? And so what I will say here though is remember that no follow links are actually still better than no links. So don't turn any of those no follow links down. If they say that they will not give you a do follow link and they have to keep it at a no follow link, you can always ask and they can always say no, right? Um, if they say that they're gonna keep it as a no follow link, that's still better than not having a link at all. So don't turn those opportunities down. Um, so, but as a user, when you visit that blog, that guest blog, let's say that's backlinking to your site and you look at it and as a user reading that article, when you click on that link, it will take you to your site. So in theory, you could still be getting traffic from that article even though it's a nofollow link. You're just not going to get that value for SEO purposes from Google, right? It's not going to help improve your domain authority. And so as a user, you won't be able to tell a difference between a do follow and a no follow link. Um, it's really for the search engine purposes. But if you were to look at the code, the code would be rel equals no follow for a no follow link, which tells them, no, don't follow this link. Or it would be rel, do, rel equals do follow um, if it was allowed. So it's really going to be how it's presented in the code when Google indexes that page. Another type of link is an internal link. So these are some of the easiest links to build and they do actually carry SEO value. Now what it is, is you're linking between the pages on your website. So let's say you have four pages of content on your website, excluding, let's say the contact us page, right? So we've got four pages plus five if you count the contact us page. And then you also have a blog section that's got a couple of blogs in there as well, right? So an internal link would be to go through these various pages and hyperlink um, over between the different pages of your own website. So let's say we're writing a blog on link building, uh, which is a form of SEO, right? And so 
you want to look and you can look at identify keywords in there that might be relevant to different pages or blog posts on your website. And then you would link that word to another page on your website. And that is an internal link. Don't worry, we're going to talk about anchor text in a few minutes. So if you hang on tight just for a little bit, we're going to talk about that hyperlink text. So, um, but the internal links are actually, uh, again, some of the easiest to build and they do hold weight in the eyes of Google. So it's not going to necessarily give you an overnight success or anything like that. You do still need to be diligent and link build during your off-site SEO activities, but this should not be ignored and it's something that you can quite easily do yourself as well. Um, so let's keep rolling through the, some different types of links. All right, so let's talk about reciprocal links. So when you're going through and trying to do some off-site um, SEO and link building in particular, it might be tempting to say, okay, well, I'll give you a link if you give me a link. Maybe you know um, someone, you've got a friend that's got a website and you want to like share links between you and you know that's how you're going to make your uh, move in terms of SEO is through reciprocal links with friends and colleagues' websites. This is not a good answer. Okay, a link to you or you link to me and I'll link to you situation is not going to do you any favors. It is not a good link building strategy. And in fact, Google actually frowns on the practice. So it is not going against any of the webmaster guidelines that are put out there, but um, they, they don't really, uh, they don't like it. They don't like it. Um, so... While a few of your, like if you have just a couple of reciprocal links out there, that's not necessarily going to do you a whole lot of harm there. Um, especially if it does actually provide value for your audience. You shouldn't go out of your way to necessarily exclude all reciprocal links because there are going to be situations in which some people um, do find it beneficial to link between each other. However, um, it's best to avoid this when possible. You don't want Google to give you a slap on the wrist and, you know, ding you for shady link building practices. So avoid it when possible. All right, another type of link that I want to talk about before we move into anchor text is a canonical link. Now, for those not really involved in SEO, um, this may be a bit like Chinese, right? Uh, or a foreign language that you just don't understand. So um, ultimately, Google does not like duplicate content. So, you know, of course, plagiarized content is never, ever, ever okay. Um, but there are certain situations where, you know, maybe you've written a press release that you want to send out, and but that press release is awesome and it could benefit your readers as well so maybe you want to also put that press release that you wrote for distribution on your own website so now what you can do is set it up on the back end when you're uh, putting that press release in there as a canonical link what you would do is the link to the article where it first appeared so that press release right that is the link that you would take and manually input it as the canonical on your own article on your website. So wherever it first appeared, that's what the link that you want to use to put as the canonical for your or for your press release, your article, whatever it is that you're uploading. Okay, so remember, Google does not like 
duplicate content. And the way around this is you, if you think that your audience will still find it relevant and you want to have it on your website, you can, but you need to have that canonical URL in there. All right. So now that we've talked about a couple different types of links, let's talk about anchor text, right? So when we talk about hyperlinking text to a URL, that is a form of anchor text, right? So if you're going out and building like a guest blog, like you're writing a guest blog for somebody else's website in order to obtain a valuable backlink to your own website, not only do they not want you to just put your URL in there, it doesn't make sense to put it in there, right? So these links all need to be naturally placed throughout the article and they should be relevant, right? That's another one there. So let's talk about the different types of anchor text, okay? So anchor text is that hyperlink text that would take you to the URL, all right? So there's an exact match for anchor text and that's when the anchor text actually matches the keyword or key phrase exactly as it appears on the page that you are linking to. A partial match, which is probably one of my most used ones, is when the anchor text doesn't mirror the topic exactly as it appears in the URL that you're linking to, but it's a partial match, right? So what I mean by this is we're going back to our link building example here, right? So let's say we have another article on like five must-have links for your link building strategy. I'm just pulling something out of the air here, so bear with me. Better than having just a regular type of anchor text, like hyperlink text going back to your site. Um, so there will be opportunities where you will want to use that, but that's called a naked URL. So the next one we want to talk about, the next type of anchor text is called generic. This is when a generic word or phrase is hyperlinked to a different page, right? So when we think about like words like in our call to action, right? So we put in there like send us a message or click here to do this. So if we hyperlink send us a message or hyperlink click here, those are all really um, generic versions of text. It doesn't, the hyperlink text doesn't necessarily tell you where you're going to go uh, if you click on that link, right? So those are generic anchor text versions. The last one I want to talk about is an image, right? So when an image is linked to a URL from your page, or let's say you, you know, don't have, uh, or somebody else created a graphic for you to go with your blog post, and you want to make sure that they get credit for it. So you've linked that image back to their website, right? So the alt text of that image would serve as the anchor text for Google and Google's eyes, right? So, um, I mean, alt text is for images is actually super important as it is. So don't forget to fill that out because it serves as the anchor text for uh, linking to another URL, but it also serves as, um, you know, like keywords, things like that to, to fill in there. So don't skimp on that either. So to recap the different types of anchor text we have, we have exact match, partial match, branded, naked URL, generic, and images. And then to recap the different types of links that we've talked about, we've talked about a backlink, 
We talked about do follow and no follow links. We've talked about internal links, canonical links, and reciprocal links. So now onto one of the hardest parts of SEO. It's link building, right? So I'm sure by now you've probably heard the term content is king. And why content is king is because if you're producing relevant, timely, and valuable content, people will naturally want to link back to your article or your copy, your content, whatever it is. And so those are great ways of natural link building. But especially when you're just starting out and your domain authority may not be that high, you don't have the traffic to really like build on that to get your information out there like that, right? So you want to go out there and find strategies to um, build your own links, right? So let's talk about some ways in which you can obtain some links for your site. So probably one of the first and easily overlooked ones is social media. So if you haven't built a page for your company on social media, definitely you should do that, right? There's tons of different links out there that you can acquire from different versions of social media. Even if it may not be relevant to your industry, just to have that link um, provides value and it shows Google that your cr company is actually credible, right? And so some of those uh, social media platforms to consider are Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Goodreads, Reddit, Tumblr, Pinterest, Flickr, Kiora, probably pronouncing that wrong, uh, and Periscope. So now that we've kind of talked about social media too, another great way to drive traffic to your website and get your links out there is actually through social media posts. Having a good social media strategy and, and then in the copy of the post itself, you can put the link to your site, to your article or whatever, um, those are actually valuable links for you as well. They won't hold the same weight as, you know, like a link from a website with a high domain authority, but they're still good and they should be uh, conducted when possible. So another way is, all right, so LinkedIn is on your personal profile, you can link out to your website, right? So that's a good link there, but you can also build a company page on LinkedIn. Um, and that is actually often overlooked. But from your company page, you can add it to the company directory, obviously, but you can add your link. And therefore, again, it provides that link back to your website, but also yet another form of credibility in the eyes of Google. Google My Business. If you have not created or claimed your listing on Google My Business, do it. I mean, do it right now. Don't wait until the end of it. Just push pause and go do it right now unless you're driving, in which case, pull over first, please. Um, Google My Business is a must-have, especially if you're a local business. If you don't have a Google My Business and you have a brick and mortar or even a services li listing, you are not doing yourself any favors by not having a Google My Business listing. Not only can you add your link to it to your website, but you're missing out on tons of opportunities there. For from Google Maps, they you know if your listing isn't there, they can't direct to your company, your business, right? Because you don't exist in the eyes of Google. Well, maybe you exist in the eyes of Google, but you don't have that Google My Business listing to translate over to their map listing, right? 
Um, but also there's tons of other opportunities out there just by having that Google My Business listing. You give your customers the opportunity to interact with you directly through there. They can send you a message through your Google My Business. They can ask you questions, look at your reviews, because that comes down to the trust there in terms of individuals, right? So as an individual, when I'm like looking for local businesses, I might go on there and say, well, what are their reviews? I don't really want to uh, go to a place who has less than stellar reviews. I want to go somewhere where people are talking about you know, how good the food is, how good the experience was. Those are all things that I, I personally take into consideration. And many, many, many others will also take into consideration is your reputation. But these are all great ways to boost your business. But I've deviated from the path of link building, so let me get back on track here. All right, so claim your Google My Business listing, add a link to your website, and boost that page up. That's all I'm going to say on Google My Business now. I'm going to keep moving on now. All right, so the next one is industry directories. This is great for building trust and authority in your website um, and can also be a boon for those with local businesses because it can help you rank higher locally, right? So there's part of that local SEO. Um, but again, just like every other link, you want to avoid spammy and relevant directories. You want to aim for mostly industry-related um, directories, right? So as a marketing agency, I might want to find other directories that have a list of specifically marketing agencies out there and try to get a listing on that website. Um, but I may not want to have my marketing agency listed on a website for electricians. It's just not relevant and it's doing me no favors, right? Um, that can be considered more towards irrelevant and kind of spammy there too, because I mean, it's clear that you're just trying to get a link out of it. All right, but let's talk more into local SEO. I'm not going to talk on local SEO specifically, but the next place to get links from that I want to talk about is local directories. This is a big one for boosting your ranking locally. So, and it's not just boosting your ranking locally, it's SEO in general too, right? So, this can help you rank higher um, in your local vicinity. It is not going to be beneficial per se for ranking nationally or even globally, but when it comes to your specific geo, it can help boost you up higher. Um, because again, Google wants to show their users the most relevant information out there, right? So if they're looking, looking for a local business and yours specifically happens to be a local business and you've done your due diligence in terms of local directory listings and you've got your local information throughout your website, then you'll ultimately end up ranking higher when somebody Googles, you know, marketing agency in Pennsylvania or marketing agency Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, then they might take that into consideration um, there. They will, not might and help rank you higher for that general vicinity. And um, so local directories such as Google My Business, Yelp, Nextdoor, things like that, those are all great for getting your business listing. So in terms of industry directories and local directories, the one resource that I will put out there is Bright Local, brightlocal.com. You can go on there and I think it runs usually about $3 per listing plus their monthly subscription fee there. So it can get to be a little bit pricey, but um, they build the links for you. And so maybe in that article, 
you want to link to some of the other content out there, like that five strategies thing. So as you go through your article on the different types of links for link building, um, maybe you could put in like if, if you see like link building strategies come across, maybe you want to hyperlink those three words to your five uh, places you must have link building because it is a form of strategy there. So it's not an exact match to the wording exactly as it appears in our five strategies and um, other blog post on our website, but it does partially match it as it is a strategies and is talking about link building. And um, so that would be a partial match uh, anchor text there. The next type of anchor text that we want to talk about is branded. So this is like, for example, the name of your brand or organization that's being hyperlinked to your homepage. That's a great example of that. So as you go through the so like some of the Pendragon consulting blogs, you'll notice that we have a call to action in most of our blogs towards the bottom. You'll see Pendragon Consulting, and that's usually hyperlinked to my homepage. That is an example of a branded anchor text. Um, so we kind of touched on a little bit naked URL. This is when the URL appears in the text, the copy, whatever you want to call it, the blog, the page that you're looking at, it appears exactly as the URL should. It would be www.pendragonconsultingllc.com. That is a naked URL. It is not hyperlinked text going back to various pages on your website or somebody else's website, right? There are certain situations in which spelling out the URL might be and they keep everything all nice and tidy in one place. Uh, they've got a great customer dashboard. so And they've got tons and tons and tons of directories that you can choose from that are related to your industry, they're related to local SEO. Um, so I encourage you to check that out. If you look at their blog section and their resources, they actually have um, gigantic lists of different places that you can get your business listed on as well. So if you have the time and the inclination, you can go through that list of, you know, a hundred different URLs, directories that you can get your business listed in and go through and create those yourself. One way you can as well. So brightlocal.com and I'll put that in the description of this podcast as well. So you have that. So one of my favorite ways of link building is guest blogging, right? So a guest blog on a website that's got a decent, if not awesome, domain authority can give you a boost, significant boost in terms of SEO and your domain authority. So you can do, um, and if there's anything that you'd like us to write on, um, send me an email, hello at beginnersguidetomarketing.com. And um, we can talk on that topic and explain it a bit further as well. And with that being said, I'm going to say, don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to the podcast again, because that's social plug. Um, but thanks for tuning in. And until next time, to find guest blog opportunities is if you were to Google guest blog or write for me plus sign, and then your niche, let's say marketing. So uh, guest blog plus sign uh, marketing, and then hit enter. A lot of the sites that turn up there will actually be 
websites that are looking for people to come and write for their website. And I'll tell you, a lot of the websites there are, they will give you a backlink. Sometimes they charge for a backlink. Um, <clears throat> but if you're not necessarily concerned about that, do you follow backlink? They'll post it for free. Um, but they want you to have posted, um, you, they want you, the guest blog to be on a topic that they've approved. And it's usually a thousand plus words in that article that you're writing as a guest spot, right? The bigger the, the bigger the content, the better the content, the more words, the more opportunities for keyword ranking, the more opportunities for links back to that from other sites. Um, so lengthier posts in that regard are always better. So the next one is competitor links, right? This is, may seem kind of shady and underhanded to some, but it is definitely not. I assure you that your competitors, those who are actually competing for the coveted top spot on Google, are doing their due diligence and they are researching their competitors. Where are their competitors linked? And how do they get links on those sites? And you can use a tool like Ahrefs to go out there and see where your competitors' backlinks are from. And you can reach out to them through either manual outreach or guest blogging, maybe even do like an interview or something, and try to get a link from them to your own website. Another one of my favorites is a link from Presser Media. So if you're creating stellar content, uh, you might eventually end up with some links back from um, the press or the media. But you can also help yourself in that regard uh, by publishing a press release, right? So um, you don't always have to wait for somebody to do it for you when you can do it yourself, right? So if you've got something like big announcement or something, you can throw all that together in a press release, send that out and watch those links rack up. And again, if that press release is awesome and you want to use that on your website as well, you can actually do that by using a canonical link on your website. All right, so I think I've talked for long enough on links for today. Um, so I'd say if you're new here, don't forget to hit subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed and this isn't your first time here, go ahead and smash that subscribe button um, so you won't miss any more episodes.